Hi, Selena. Hi. Hi. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. No problem. Cool. So we have here is Selena. She is a woman of color who identifies as Lat Latinx. Um, she is a hood scholar, urban professional, and currently the leadership program manager for Rise San Diego. Cool. So, ready this? Yes, let's go. Oh yeah, let's have this dialogue. So first things first. Um, the topic is feminism today. And I just want to, what caught me was um, the Latinx part. Can you kind of explain that to, to our audience? What was Latinx for people who don't know? Yeah, um, so it's, it's definitely a new movement that's going on and there is some resistance with it. So I also want to acknowledge that like not everybody um, who may be Latinx identifies as Latinx. Um, and so what it basically is, is, is I, I used to just be able to say that like I'm a Latina. Okay. Um, by adding the X in it, it's it's putting a lot of awareness on like transgender communities. Oh, okay, um, yeah. And um, and communities that um, identify as other than cisgender, and so by adding the X, it just kind of leaves off this open interpretation to um, female, male, non-binary. Yeah. Um, in, in the in the in the Latin experience. Okay, so as Latinx, how is that? Um, how does that affect um, being a feminist in modern, you know, today, right now? Or yeah. does it does it complement it? Is it a friction? Like you know, what's the relate? What's the relationship with that? I think I use it as a um, conversation starter um, because not most folks who aren't in like higher ed or aren't in social justice spaces don't know and won't understand why Latinx is a term. Um, and there is a lot of even resistance because by adding, by changing words that are in Spanish, um, okay. you make it inaccessible to folks that are like from yeah. those communities. Yeah. Um, but I would, so I use it because it's a conversation starter. Um, it's a way that I feel that I can elevate um, my interpretation of feminism, mm. which is to support, because um, my feminism is intersectional. Okay. And so not only am I a feminist because I'm a woman, but I'm a, I'm a feminist for the fact that I'm a brown woman. And in those experiences come a lot of struggle and a lot of trauma. And some of those struggles and trauma, though they're not my own, include those from the transsexual or the transgender non-binary um, folks. Yeah. Um, especially with, you know, the current time in mm -hmm. the Trump era and all the bullshit that's going on, mm -hmm. you know, basically bullshit that's coming out that's uh, been happening um, in a society for a long time. And so with that, it's kind of like, I'm thinking about the future. You know, that's great we have Me Too and the Women's March and this awareness, but I'm just kind of wondering, like, how is it, you know, how can we make the next generation better? And I know you're a mother to two beautiful infant sons, mm -hmm. you know. So has that um, affected your view of feminism? You know, especially like, mm. yeah. I would say um, it has reinforced and definitely um, reevaluated um, my my beginning kind of 
stages of, of coming into what feminism means to me. Um, for instance, even the, the idea that I even um, decided that I wanted to create life with a male um, was kind of something that I had to sit with because I had said for such a very long time, long time meaning 24 years. <laughs> I had said for 24 yeah. years that I didn't want any kids and I didn't, it didn't matter to me if I was married or not. Like looking for a man was just kind of not my thing. Mm. It wasn't something that I was like, like passionate about. Um, but having made the decision to fall in love and make love and make life mm-hmm. out of that love mm-hmm. um, and then have a life inside of me was a completely like altering experience of what my womanhood means um, and on also um, what it means for, for other women. I think I, I became really, um, I was proud that as a feminist, I decided um, at 24, which is young for some folks, yeah, <laughs> um, that I was going to have a kid and I wasn't married to the man that I was going to have this kid with. Um, and I was proud that I decided to have my, have my son because I was very much in support and am in support of folks who decide not to have children. Not just by saying it, but also deciding to go through an abortion. Yeah. Um, and so I admittedly, like, I contemplated that. I contemplated that, like, I have freedom and I have choice. And it, this really is up to me. Yeah. And so by deciding to be a mother twice, uh, well, three times, I had a miscarriage in between my first and second. Um, especially a mother to two boys. It has... Um, it has called me to um, not be so angry at what um, society has decided as men being smarter or, or tougher or you know more financially well, like capable of X, Y, Z. By having two sons, I, um, it makes me want to not only fight that system and that thought, but also support them in their dreams, but I want to do it in a way where they're very much aware of how um, their existence and impacts others. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm having a lot of fun with my motherhood and my feminism. Um, I, I, I had said, I mentioned before that I, I try to practice um, intersectional feminism. Mm-hmm because all of those parts of me matter, not just my gender, but my um, ethnicity, my race, my um, income, yeah. where we live, all of that matters. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun with it because I I know that the color of blue is being forced on them. I know that trucks and football is mm-hmm. being forced on them. Yeah. I know, I mean, at my baby shower, yo, like, <laughs> At my baby shower, I didn't find out the, the sex of my, my children, but people, on, on the assumption that it was a boy, they were buying shirts that said, like, ladies man. Or oh, wow. Okay. Like, very reinforcing the masculine. Very, or yeah. Or, like, even toxic. Very, you know? yes. 
very you know? cisgendered, very right. like assumptions. Yeah, and to me, I really hated that shit. Mm. When I got it, I was just like, "Yeah, you're not wearing that," yeah. because what people don't realize is that's where it starts. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, as a sociologist, um, my my first um was called um crash course of uh, gender was um was a class uh, gender roles in America uh-huh. and basically gender is constructed straight up oh, gender totally. is totally and I was like whoa like from birth you're a boy you you like the color blue and you yeah. like to play cars if you're a girl no you, we're gonna condition you to like oh, pink yeah. and also. Um, dolls. Yeah. Yeah. I was like blown away, like, whoa. So I'll say this when I found out I was pregnant, yeah. I was walking into already knowing that, already knowing that mm. gender is both achieved and ascribed. Yeah. And that's why I didn't find out the gender of my child because it, to me, it, not only did it not matter, but I knew that if, if I found out and I told, the community or the world they would put so much pressure on something that isn't even here yet and hasn't even been through that it would just be forced on them and that made me sick um and in no way did i have an intention to raise my child as like genderless because i know some folks do that okay um i just didn't want that to be so soon for them so they, they, my, both of my boys grew up wearing a lot of gray, a lot of white, a lot of black. Mm. Um, eventually I put like a bow tie and suspenders on them. Um, and I even was critical of myself of doing that. But like I said, I was having fun with it. Yeah. And now I have a, my son is three and a half and I have a one year old. Yeah. And admittedly I buy them things from the girls section of Target. Um, mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter. I mean, he, my, both of my boys like flowers. They like, they like the color pink. They like unicorns. They like um, football. They like dinosaurs. And I I really want them to embrace being a child and having Mm. the freedom to like whatever it is that they want. And then as they get older, they can decide, like, if they want to achieve that masculinity. But by no way am, am I, like, forcibly trying to like ascribe it to them mm. you know in yeah. little ways i think it exists in in the yeah. things that um i do but i can't help that my partner is like obsessed with video games and obsessed with like <laughs> superheroes right yeah like, in that way uh, mm. my boys are obsessed with superheroes but yeah. if i had a girl she would be the same way i'm sure she would love batman and mm-hmm. spider-man and black panther um so i'm very much aware of like the things that are being kind of pushed on my son and also on me as a mother oh. having people tell me to to stop my sons from crying or let them wrestle each other and beat each other up because they're boys um mm. because i'm you know if i want them to be men i have i have to raise them a certain way um and so i'm i'm definitely thinking about all of that yeah. always and already um so in that way, it's I have to reevaluate my my feminism. I have to also reinforce it. Yeah. Um. So it, it's a push and pull kind yeah. of. 
No, de- definitely, definitely. And I know that's very complex, but you know, how can how can men be even see? I'm, I'm learning about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I say allies or you know or be feminist also? So you know, to me, I'm just kind of like. Yeah, please, like, you know, this open dialogue, like, even for me, do we do we say men as allies, or do we just say, get rid of that, say, no, we need to be all feminists, because, you know, the dictionary definition is equality for sexes. Mm-hmm. So, how can, you know, how can us men be better, you know, it, is it even proper? I you know I want to no, get your I, opinion. I think you because even I struggle with that. Like yeah. like to me it's kind of like you know like hey I want to tell you or like no I should I should be it or should I support you? Hmm. Y- you know that's what I sh- I personally struggle with. For me, there's way too much focus on the word. Like feminism itself as a word like b- bothers me only because it has to exist like the fact that that word yeah sad for for us to have to say that like oh there's this thing and this thing actually means that we want to be treated the same to me that's really bothersome Mm. and i think that there is a lot of resistance to that word and men wanting to be feminists or even women wanting to be feminists because the word it's like so too much so much focus on the word Um, so what my invitation to men and to women who feel resistant to that word is to think about um, the experiences instead of the word. I mean, what women are asking for and women also being just human beings are asking for are, are to be treated fairly and equally. Um, Much so. And that's why I think um, I operate in an intersectional way in feminism and I think that you have to be intersectional when it comes to feminism because very much so like not only women want to be treated that way but black folks want to be treated that way Mm -hmm. brown folks want to be treated that way it's it's not a lot to ask you know (laughs) it's not it's pretty sad it's not basic you know it's so it's so like we make it complicated by putting it in this like this category and i think that's why it's so scary for men because it seems like this thing that is the opposite of you yeah or is other and it really isn't because um i mean i've seen a lot of memes over the past couple years about how like oh just think about your mom or your sister or you know all these women that exist in your life you wouldn't want them to be treated that way which yes is true but also in general you wouldn't want any human being to be treated that way yeah. If two human beings are working the same job and have the same amount of knowledge, there's no reason why one of them should be paid more than the other, yeah. regardless of race, gender, sexuality, social economic status. I mean, all of that matters. So my answer is not to focus so much on the word feminism. Don't let that be your your journey. Let it be like being a good fucking human being. No, definitely. Be, you know, being... <laughs> <laughs> being um have love and have light and share that in in in, in the justice that you seek yeah. and i think in that way it becomes less heavier to have to carry yeah 
Well, yeah, we, you know, Selena, thank you for, you know, your perspective. Um, yeah. You know, and, yeah, so check it out. Uh, Pieces to Eight is available. Um, iOS, Spotify, um, yeah, or visit uh, com. and, yeah. Any last word, Selena? <laughs> Take us out. <laughs> uh, yeah, go out and be great. Ha, ha, ha.